prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We are back and powered by Instat Hockey, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide. We're now speaking with Pat Malloy on our regular player development segment. Pat, thanks for coming on the show again. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, the topic this week is multiple threat postures. Pat, give us a little breakdown of what you consider the multiple threat posture and, and what its value is in terms of playing the game the right way. Yeah, with, with regard to player development, talking about multiple threat posture, really, you know, what we're looking for. And, and of course, you know, you want prospects, you want players to fit into your structure and you want them to be able to contribute from that perspective. But really, when you when you want to push the needle from a performance perspective, you want players that can do multiple things to empower themselves and empower their teammates and multiple threat posture is is a, it's a mouthful. But really what it represents is does the way that a player moves and carries themselves provide them the ability to pass, to pass options and control, become a shot threat or extend possession via carry. And so to put that really simply, you know, when you have a player that's maybe underskilled, that's a skater and a puck pusher, and they're just trying to put pucks to areas, skate and threaten you know, they're limited in their ability to make plays or they're limited in in their ability to generate high percentage shots because it takes them time to load and shoot. It takes them time to load and pass. They're often from a possession perspective would rather put it in a place and go battle it rather than have the inherent possession ability to carry it long enough to endure in order to make a play. And so when you look at the best players in the world, what you'll find is they're a threat in three ways. They're always available to to extend their possession based on where they carry the puck on their forehand and their ability to guard off uh, with their hips in terms of someone coming and trying to be physical on them or take possession. They're a shot threat, again, because the puck's carried in a loaded position and they can immediately create leverage to shoot. And then, of course, they're always a pass option because they've got good firm possession of pucks, but they can do things off their forehand as a choice A and then always, you know, retreat to, to plan B if they have to extend possession and it becomes a backhand play. Uh, Pat, when it comes to multiple threat posture, how significant it is to see a prospect that's capable of handling ba- bad or difficult passes within their wheelhouse at, at different angles? For instance, there's a prospect out of Russia named uh, Ilya Fedotov. One of his best qualities is being able to take passes that are behind him and still be able to take the puck in one motion and, and bury it. Uh, on a power play is one example. Another would be uh, just somebody like Capo Caco was very good in his draft season at uh, taking pucks in his, in his skates in transition, still be able to kick it back to himself and still stay in motion and carry the play. Is that, is that kind of what we're discussing here in terms of like real, real life examples of multiple threat posture? Um, what that would be rounded posture. And that'll kind of lead me to my, to my next concept, multiple threat, meaning, you know, really we want to be able to pass shoot or, or extend possession via carry would be the three threats. But what you're alluding to is sort of the ancillary skills that go with it in terms of the frame that you create for your body posture. And so one of the things that, that you'll hear common in the hockey development world is is a frame posture so widened out sort of v-shaped legs you know a foot or so or a, you know a little bit more than a foot 
outside their shoulder line on both sides and sort of wide. And so what that'll start to do is it sort of get wide and, and it's great. You're riding your inside edges, but you really take away your mobility, your ability to, as you said, pick up bad passes, take pucks from behind. And so one of the look for is that activated posture that we've touched on so much that supports us being a pass shot or possession option. And what that is, is, is ensuring that we don't as a player, we don't get, you know, sort of in that a frame posture where if you could imagine the letter a and you know, the bottom of the A is your two legs widely extended, which really limits your ability to move and, and mobility really becomes the key to it when you're trying to do things on time with the play. So, you know, when you think about, extending possession you think about shooting if you're really wide and it takes you time to get yourself postured up to be able to load a shot that time is used that you know maybe you're not going to get the a choice of shot by the time you've arranged yourself same thing with possession you know escapability becomes really difficult when you're wide because while you might be able to cut or turn you've got to readjust yourself in order to sort of provide or to access the horsepower in your legs to get going again and so that A-frame, that, that spread out or stretched out lower body is something that we like to avoid because it just takes away your, your command of your outside edge, which helps with escapability. Your ability to make plays at pace also goes out the window uh, when that's your base posture. It's Hockey Prospect Radio on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. I'm Shane Malloy with Brad L. from HockeyProspect.com, powered by Instat Hockey, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide. We're speaking with Pat Malloy about player development. The topic this week is multiple threat postures. Pat, can you kind of briefly explain the difference in terms of the multiple threat posture in movement and then when you're more stationary in say an offensive zone. Yeah. I mean, under movement, you'll see a couple types of players. You'll see the types of players specifically um, exiting zones and entering zones. What, what you would look for is a player with maybe poor habits uh, as they exit or enter a zone would be one that's got the puck dished out way out front of them. And the problem with that is, is that, you know, for instance, you've heard the the terminology of of keeping the puck off your hip. And so that's another way of putting multiple threat posture in terms of terminology and riding it off your hip allows you to be able to handle if it's required shoot, if it's, it's the time to and pass. And where if your hands are bled out front and the puck is sort of stationary, sort of belly button out, and it only ranges between your two feet, Um, basically you're robbing yourself of time because if you're going to load it and shoot, there's motion that has to be involved and ultimately time is involved to create that. And same thing from a pass perspective, it's difficult to have any kind of accuracy and or power on a pass. If your arms are extended out front of you and you've sort of let the puck lead you down the ice. So, you know, in a neutral zone setting where maybe I'm just trying to build speed, it may start there. But again, you watch the most impactful players at any level on exits and entries. They've now got the puck in a place where when their IQ takes over, when a play proposes itself, you know, they're in a situation where they're ready to, to do the things that are required to be successful. Uh, from a stationary standpoint, sorry. sorry, guys, from a stationary standpoint, same concept. You know, if, if say I'm working the half wall on the power play, we'll, we'll watch a prospect. Are they ready to distribute? Are they ready to curl and shoot and be an option? Or have they got the puck let out in front of them and they're busy being a skill guy? 
and stick handling it and doing things that really don't bring any bonus to the play. They don't acquire time. It doesn't create advantage. It's maybe just a net negative habit that really doesn't do much for them. So, so am I right in thinking after having this conversation with you, am I right in thinking you're, you're always looking to make sure that when you're developing a prospect, they understand when and where they should, should they should stay in motion and then what edge they need to be in order to be able to have an escape route and find the right option at the right time. Because correct me if, if I'm wrong, but I think what you're saying is the A stance that, I mean, I've seen Trevor Zagris use it a tremendous amount. I've seen Matt Barzell use A stances occasionally as well uh, when he comes through uh, transitions over the line. Uh, you're saying that you rather, rather than have him be flat footed, you're looking to make sure that he has different options within the skating. Yeah. And, and when you, you know, you mentioned those two players, a lot of times they'll go to a frame in terms of it's, it's almost a delay maneuver for them. You realize that they'll stop um, striding per se, and they'll allow play to catch up or they'll allow something to develop, but they don't stay that way as a base posture long, because one of the things it does is it just, it's, it's almost like dropping the anchor and wondering why you can't pick up any speed. And so sometimes you do want to drop the anchor to pace off play or to, to hold uh, the play at a speed or a pace that allows it to develop the way that you envision. But what we want to make sure is we do have access to things like outside edge for escapability. We can get back to our flat. And then again, time saved, time earned. I can get on the gas. I can get back into stride phase and develop some separation. Well, once again, Pat, thank you very much for coming on our show. That was great insight. I learned a lot in that 10-minute segment. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Sounds great, guys. Take care and stay safe. That's Pat Malloy. Brad and I are going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. 
Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, phantom, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.